Hello and welcome to uh, Paxton Road TV. This is the Paxton Road TV reaction show for the game. Just witnessed, just finished. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur versus Brentford. The score, Tottenham Hotspur 2, uh, Brentford nil, And we get the three points. There we go on. We march on. So, well done, Spurs. Looks like we... Um, Someone got a bit of noise in the background. Possibly got on the, on the mics there. Right, that's cool. Thank you very much. Uh, before we start the show, like, subscribe, share, comment. Please get the, the comments in if you want to get your super chats in as well. Memberships available, all the rest of that good stuff. And let's, without further ado, get into the show. We have Mike Hosper Hustler, Darius 352K. We have Sean and we have Desi Ansian also in the house. Welcome, gentlemen. Um, all important three points for us today. Um, let's get into it. Right then. Let's get the banners. Oh, banners are already out. We'll start off with Hotspur Hustler at the top. Hotspur Hustler, talk to me about the game. Your thoughts on the overall performance from Spurs. Again, we have to look at the result. The result is always all important. Um, but what's your thoughts on the performance itself? Uh, I thought I thought the game, We, I thought the team was uh, vastly improved um, from, you could argue, the first half against Leeds, certainly against, well, when, as an improvement against uh, from Moore again, um, I kept a clean sheet with, and you can't you can't knock that when you've got the likes of um, Sanchez, Davis, and Dyer in a back three. I know we're probably I wasn't on the preview, but I'm sure we were all a little bit nervous of that back three. But they played well; they were solid. I thought Davis. I, I think we had this discussion offline quickly, but I thought Davis was man of the match. I thought he had a, a very good game um yeah i thought we recovered the ball i think the difference today um to to say perhaps previous games recent is we recovered the ball better than what we have done pre in the previous games um and we look fitter tonight as well uh so overall i thought it was a a vastly improved performance not perfect but there's improvements and that's what we've got to take away from this game to go into the next game against Norwich. Take the, the take the, the, pro, the pros and the cons. Um, as I say, it wasn't a perfect game, but, but we got the, we got the, we got the goals, got the win and kept a clean sheet. You, you can't argue with that. So three points cool. up the table we go, hopefully. I haven't checked hope, it, but. Uh, hopefully not. I'm not sure where we are on the table. Well, we were seventh before kickoff today. Not sure yeah. where we are at the moment. Let's come to Sid next. Let's get the perspective from the actual stadium itself. Sid, welcome. All dressed up. I like the hat as well. I love that as well. But talk to us from, <laughs> <laughs> from the perspective from the stadium itself. Um, better, but a Don't lot of work. It, a lot of no, Don't there's a lot of improvement to do. No, I'm telling you now. Um. I still don't understand why Sanchez is still playing for Spurs, mate. Honest to God, that guy is... I don't know, honestly. He, every time he got that ball, man, I was panicking because some of them touches and some of the things that he was doing, I'm like, what are you doing? The man's not even in trouble and he's causing trouble. But I don't know if I'm right or not, but did you only have two shots on goal? Who did? Them, they had two shots on target. We had six. Had I'm going to come to the stats in a minute. But, um, right. yeah. Yeah, but... Um, it was it was slightly better. I think what Mike said is correct. We kept we kept a clean sheet. Um, we kept the ball well. I think I don't know what's going on with Kane, man. He should have buried that one that one on one that he had. Um, 
I'm glad to see Son score. Uh, Emerson Royal. He, he had a decent performance, but I don't know. Going forward, I still, I'm still not hundred percent with him going forward because every time he gets the ball, his first touch is always going backwards. But overall, I think there was a few frustrated fans as well because there was a few times where we could have gone forward, and we weren't going forward quickly enough. This is, I think, we've said this many times. We're not going forward fast enough. We're not progressing. We're, we're, we're taking it slow. There's a few times as well where. We went backwards to go forwards, but there's no urgency. I don't know, mate. I disagree. I thought there was much. I thought the urgency was vastly improved today, and um, it looked like we were trying to to attack quicker than what we have done previously. But there's still. I'm there's not still, having no we, negativity today. There's no negativity today. No, no, no. Want, I'm not. What, I'm not saying. What we, have, I'm saying is, what we have to do is we have to unpick the performance. Like I said, performance and results are two different things. For me. The performance yeah. wasn't great in the first half. The performance was better in the second half. And the reason for that, once you scored that second goal, as I said, once you scored the second goal, game was done. They ain't going to come back from that. But had they no. scored it, completely different matter. We'll look at the stats in a minute. What they needed to improve from the game was very open in that first half for me. We were overloaded in the midfield. Luckily for us, they didn't <clears> really <throat> press us. They didn't press us at all, to be fair. Had they done that in midfield, there was times when Hoybier was playing in that back. It was almost like a back six at times because Hoybier was dropping too deep, which left Skip in the middle against three players. But luckily for us, they weren't able to take advantage of that, whether that was because they were a little bit overruled with the situation, whatever it was. They weren't playing at their best. And we obviously capitalised that with the goal. Going one nil up, once you score a goal going into the second half, one you shouldn't lose the game, which we didn't get the second goal. We've done what we needed to do. But I can't have this... Yeah, we can't. We got to. We got to break down the team. Got to break down how they perform. Because if you perform like that against Liverpool, Liverpool would wipe us off the, the surface of the earth. There's no way we could play like that against Liverpool and get a result, in my opinion. Norwich, you can. Brentford, you can. Newcastle, you can. Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, United, Arsenal, no chance. But let's stay positive. Let's go back down to Sean. What's your thoughts on the game, Sean? In terms of the performance and obviously looking forward to the game against Norwich. Um, I think I saw the first green shoots of a uh, Conti ball tonight. Um, it, you can see that in the combinations on our left-hand side where Davis and Ray along, particularly in the first half, were getting behind their defence. The difficulty for um, Emerson was that his, his, his wing centre-back was Sanchez, who just kept playing him into trouble. So I think we were a bit, you know, we were we were forced to go to them down the left-hand side. We were, I, I, I was surprised given that we, they were over, they had an overload on us in midfield that they didn't take more advantage of it. I wonder whether at the back of their mind, they were concerned about their goalkeeper because it was, it was mentioned in broadcast that his distribution wasn't good and it wasn't good. Um, I think, um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, let, let's not get carried away. We're not going to, compete with the top five, six with that kind of performance. But we did what we had to do. We scored two goals. We got a clean sheet. Um, I thought Skip, unlike others, had a good game. Um, well. Particularly in the second half. Um, and But for me, again, like Mike said, Davis was, was our best player, I thought. Both in attack and defence. You know? And, and that's, that's where you, you have to look at there must be something. Ben Davis could, I don't think he's just obviously just suddenly just turned the corner in his own head. Something must be said, something must be being done with Conte in training 
for him to have the improvements. Now, whether or not that's because of the back three scenario, I think so. As a left-back, I don't think he's going to be the best. He's not as quick, but he's certainly getting forward a lot more in this system than I even see when he was playing at left-back for us, which is because he's got that cover, maybe, you know, Hoybier does drop into the back a lot. So he does have the ability to go forward because there's always that. What we need to now have is that a little bit more in the midfield because we do have an ability to break the break the play down and move it on. So Skip does that well. Hoybier does that well as well. But now where's that creativity come? It's got to come from them wide areas. That's why we, you know, Reggion bombing down that left-hand side really made a difference today. Yeah. Would have liked to have seen Emerson do a little bit more of that. But I, I, to have at least Reggie doing that on a regular basis with Ben Davis on that side, that's why everything was seemed to be going down that left side quite a lot. Um, Son was obviously... Saying, I think, I think it's because... Davis and Regulon are on, are on the same wavelength, whereas Sanchez and anybody is, are not on the same wavelength. And it's not it's not just that. If you look at the every time Reggie's getting part, like the ball's getting to Reggie, it's going in front of him, whereas yeah. Emerson's getting the ball and it's being played behind him. So he's having to his first touch is always going to be going backwards because the, he's receiving the ball from behind. He's never getting the ball played in front of played in his pockets where he could run onto. It, it just didn't happen. Whereas Reggie's getting that, he's getting those balls played into pockets that he can run onto, or he's getting played like the balls, he's receiving the ball in front of him, not behind him. That makes a difference. Like, mm. Before we get to the financial advice down below, let's come to 352K at the top just to get his thoughts on the game. Darius, what was your thoughts on the game? Um, I'm actually quite happy, to be fair. The first half... I think the first half wasn't great. I think it was decent. Def defensively, we were very good in the first half because there was a couple of times where they were sort of on the attack and counters were on, but I was confident enough for, for the players to sort of defend them. It seemed like whenever, it seemed like it was, I can't remember if it was Mbwemu or, or, or Tony, but whenever one of them got on the ball on the right, there was about four or five players sprinting back and, and really busting the gut to get back. And it, they didn't really care what player it was either. It was Sometimes it was Kane, it was Son, it was Regulon, it was all of them trying their hardest to get back. So I appreciated that in the first half. But in the second half, we really did improve sort of going forward. We were a lot better. I still do think sort of individuals need to improve, but overall the team performance was was much, much better than I guess that's probably the most important and probably the best thing to take from it. Another clean sheet as well. I also think Lloris was really, really good to be fair. He was he was solid. He seems a lot more sort of trustworthy now. I think it was not last season, but the season before, I felt like Lloris almost couldn't be trusted at times, but he seems to be a lot more sort of trusty now in, in, in that goal again, as, as he was for, for so long. Defence, again, we've all mentioned, I don't, I'm not going to rag on anymore about Sanchez. I mean, like Sean said, I don't think anybody can be compatible with Sanchez because every time he gets that ball, there was times where the ball was rolling under his feet and I haven't seen that since like I was playing football back when I was like 14, 15, when the ball goes under your feet because you're not concentrating. There was times where he was just swinging his foot to clear it and it was just bouncing anywhere. There was times where he was he was blocking. He wasn't even blocking shots. He was trying to win headers and then heading it into the complete wrong area. And I'm not trying to get onto him, but that that like you said, if you play a better team, it will. If you play a better team, it will. It will be a, a negative, and it will like you said, even not even a better team. But NS Mura, he he made two mistakes and they scored two goals from it. So any team that gets a bit of luck will, will score from these mistakes. So midfield are good, midfield are fine. Hoybier, the only thing with Hoybier, and this is this is just on Hoybier is. Every time we seem to attack and the positions he got in, 
I don't really want Hoybier to be in those positions as a centre mid. I'd, I'd rather a centre mid who's got more of a goal threat. And that's not saying that Hoybier didn't play well today because he cleaned up well. But whenever he was sort of attacking and going forward, he he was always in a position where I, I thought if if a better centre mid or a better attacking midfielder was there, you could probably get a goal scoring situation from it. I remember the one where he hit the side of the net. I remember one where he counter-attacked in the first half as well. There was just a few where I'm just thinking, like, somebody fact, who's actually got a bit of an attacking threat at goal might actually sort of create a chance from there. But, but the fact just he's getting in those positions, he hasn't done that previously. The fact he's getting that in those positions is, is yeah. an improvement. So, Rome isn't built a day. With a lot of no, and I, put that, and I put that down to Conte as well. I do put that down to Conte. And that, that's why I'm saying... Sorry, go on, Deji. So I was just going to say that Hoiberg was scoring goals on the Nuno. He was he was doing all right, and he's he's got better goal. He's got he's got his best goal scoring tally I think this season is he's yeah. as it sort of is at the moment. But it's like for me, it it seems like it's it's meant to be for whoever is playing in that centre mid role that Hoybier's playing, and they're going to get into those positions. And I'm just making reference that maybe there's there could be better players suited for that that position than Hoybier. And then finally, Son again, most important player in the team for me, or, or at least best player in the team. And and Harry Kane, I need I say no more. I actually. Didn't really rate Harry Kane's performance at all. I'm maybe agenda, but he, he made a few good passes. But Harry Kane, for me, if we're, if we're really going to rate Harry Kane's performance on a few good passes that he's made, as as we've seen him do many, many times, and the chances that he missed today, there's no excuse people saying, oh, he's not been given the, the, the creativity, he's not been given the supply, because he got given the supply today and he still missed the chances and he was holding up a lot of attacks as well. So. And then he put that, he made a spit pass, well, he spit at the fence part with his with that first goal, uh, was it second goal? Sorry, yeah, second, second goal, yeah. That was a great... Uh, he, he worked, I thought he worked hard. I thought Kane worked hard. Yeah, and things aren't going his way and stuff. But the fact he's putting in the effort and he, and he as I say, we, the second goal was thanks to his split pass. Yeah, but do you want effort yeah. or do you want goals? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, again, that's what I was going to say. I, did, I even disagree with the effort, to be honest, because there was a time in the second half where ball was played on the left, Regulon, he, Kane assumed it was going out. Son tried to get something out of it, ran past Kane to try to get something out of it. Um, the runs he was making in the box, jogs is for me. I, I actually didn't see sort of the effort that I want. And again, I'm not I'm not crediting Harry Kane for making an effort. I'm crediting Harry Kane for scoring goals and getting assists. He scored 30 exactly. goals in the season. He got 21 goals and 14 assists last season. For me, the, the performance that he put in today was not up to the standard of Harry Kane. And if we're if we're crediting Harry Kane for putting in effort, then Jesus Christ, we may as well credit Harry Winks for making a forward pass. We do so. have to look at confirmation yeah. bias because that's what happens sometimes. You look at you look at what you think the player is going to be doing wrong and then you see something wrong and you apply that. For Kane, for me, his biggest thing is not playing on the shoulder. There's times when he should be playing higher, whether or not he doesn't trust his own pace, I'm not sure. But he's coming too deep for the ball all the mm. time. All the time he's there. Now, whether or not it's because we lacked a little bit more in midfield than we did, but he's always doing that. So something's got to change in that sense because I want to see Harry Kane in the box and scoring goals. This all this all this other stuff is great, but he's not on the end of them. I don't know if any of you that, saw the touch map. I don't know if any of you saw the touch map, but his touch at one point he had terrible. at one point, well, I think it was the first half. He had the least amount of touches, including goalkeepers, and he had one touch in the box. I don't care what anybody says. That's that's just poor from a striker. And you're never going to sort of get your confidence back and score goals if you're not even in the box. So I don't really care about people saying he needs his confidence back because he's sort of the reason that his confidence is dampened. If he just stays in the box and, and operates around there, the yeah. players are good enough now to create the chances for him. He just wants to do too much. And I'm not giving him credit for for, for working hard, unfortunately, because it's it's Harry Kane. Everybody says he should have been fourth and third in, in the Ballon d'Or. Well, prove it to me. Put those performances in and 
I've not seen that, unfortunately. So it may be harsh, but I feel like I can be with Hurricane. Let me get Deji's you know point of view before we, just, sorry, yeah. Sid, just before we um, get on to the discussion, because we could go around and talk about the, the individual players that played today, because there was some performances I don't think were up to scratch, but some performances that were. But Deji, um, after you saying yesterday <laughs> we were going to get dealt with by Brentford, I think yeah. we... Uh, let me turn over my page. What with the heart and head? So we had heart and head. Heart and head. 2-1. And then Desi's 3-0. Uh, Sean had a 2-1, and it was in a 1-2. I said 3-1 to Spurs, and I went for a draw with my head. But, um, yeah. So you two, Sean and Desi, weren't having... No, no, Hang on a second. Oh, Hang on a second. I apologise. I apologise. I'm apologize. not having that. <laughs> I, I, I had it as a 1-1 one, one as well <laughs> with my head. No, you but did. You did. <laughs> you did have it as a 1-1. One, one. I'm, li I'm lying on that one. We, Me and Sean had it as 1-1. One, one. Desi, take it away. What's your thoughts yeah. on the game? Uh, um, I think you're, you're right to have the, uh, the last person to go uh, <laughs> first and foremost. Look, let me be clear. I love Tottenham. I grew up in Tottenham. Primary opposite the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, St Paul's and All Hallows. I attended that school. So if you want to talk about Tottenham supporters, mate, I, I am, you know, not just a Spurs supporter. But I have to say, guys, you know, one of the things that kind of jars me being on this panel sometimes is how quickly the tide can change, where we, it was all kind of slightly doom and gloom and it's all bloody positive. Let's just keep it real, all right? Brentford did not turn up. I don't know about him playing better, this, that. Nope. That first half was bloody diabolical. We got a lucky header from bloody Ben Davis that went in and then look, yes, second half was improved because we ran a bit more and then, you know, Son, brilliant Son, scored a goal. But am I going to say to you, am I happy with that performance? Hell no. Am I happy that we got the three points? Of course I'm happy that we got the three points. But I'm looking at that team. You know, sure, you said something, you know, that team is not good enough to be top four. Mate, that good that team is not good enough to be top ten. I saw the comment from Craig. Craig Boiler in the comments talked about that team looked like a second uh, second string, doesn't look like a first. And I, I I absolutely bloody agree with him, guys. We as Spurs fans, we've got to demand more from our squad. The the you know uh, Davis, you you mentioned it. I think Sid mentioned it as well. The the football was so lethargic. It was slow. At one stage, we kept playing the ball back. And, you know, I had my missus watching the game. And you know what my missus said? And I think I totally agree with her. She said, this team is missing an Ericsson-type player. It needs an Ericsson. It needs someone to grab the ball by the scruff of, it, scruff of the neck and be threading some through, through balls. We didn't have that today. Uh, look, Brentford didn't turn up. Had they turned up, we, we don't win that game. We don't. We can't break them down. Do you know what I mean, guys? So, for me, yes, I'll take it. We got the three points today, but I'm not satisfied. I am not satisfied. And if you guys can't be satisfied with that performance, we need more. We need more. There's definitely more improvements to make. We can look at individual. I, I look at the individual performances and I look at the collective as well. So, individually, we talked about Ben Davis. We talked about, I guess... You know, Oliver Skip in midfield, Son definitely. Reggion down that left-hand side for me was really good. Uh, Dyer was solid. Uh, but there's other parts of the game there where, again, better teams would 100% take advantage of. As I said, when you're playing so deep with only two in midfield and one of them is almost playing like he's in the back 
back line as well. Mm-hmm. That doesn't that doesn't bode well for the future because you can't run a midfield with one player. So the three four three needs to be adapted. And maybe, maybe as I've mentioned in the group chat, get Harry Kane in that number 10. If he wants to play there so much, play him there as the one. Play Bergwijn, play Son up top. I would have that because then you've got pace going forward. You can play counter-attack. You can have control of the game. We didn't have massive control in the game and the stats will prove that in terms of the overall possession, but possession is not always the greatest thing because they had a lot of the ball in their own half, which is neither here nor there. And and again, their goalkeeper's having the ball. So I'm not bothered about that, but we still had to play playing off the counter-attack, which is when you go 2-0 you can do that. I'm, I'm not saying that was a bad thing to do, but had it been 1-1, I don't know. It might have been a different game. Now, the positives from that is clean sheet, two goals, shots on target. Let's just have a look at some of the stats because I've got them here. Shots, just before you do, Shen, we had shots on target in both halves, which we haven't had for how many games? That we had one in five minutes. The whole season. We had six, six, <laughs> six shots on target and seven corners in the first half. Yeah. So here we go. This is this is our stat. So for those viewers who are listening, um, possession, Spurs first, 47% to 53. Shots, 11 shots to us, six to them. Shots on target, six to us, two to them. Corners, whew, I thought we had more than that, but it was 11 and they had five. Uh, fouls, 13 to 11. As I said, we need to do something from set pieces. That's another story in itself. Um, but yeah, again, it looks, you look at that possession wise, Brentford had more than us. Doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things, but had they been winning the game, had they been controlling the game in midfield and then getting them threaded balls, it would have made a difference, but their possession was at the back. Doesn't going to hurt us there. Um, do you think then, and I'll come to you firstly then, Mike, we'll go around again. Is this, is this team, is that, is that a settled team now? Do you see that as a team? Going forward, because just looking at that, that's the starting lineup today. Yeah, I think it is. Um, well, Lloris, Tanganga in there. My my apologies. It should have yeah. been Sanchez, but probably Tanganga could have been in there. So apologies for that. It should have been um, our friend Sanchez, Dia Davis, Emerson, Hoybier, Skip, Region, Mora, Kane, and Son. What's your thoughts yeah. on the team? Take out Tanganga, I think Sanchez, and I think that's your, your sell team till January. Which to me is probably what I would do if I was Conte. I mean, they majority of that team have all played together under under uh, since Conte's come in. So it makes sense till January if they can if you can get a settled team and and they like if they can build upon this performance and and continue to get results. Then I think it will suffice till January. We do need further sort of upgrades in enforcements. Um, but, but yeah, I think the only, the only, uh, I, I mean, Mora played all right today. He didn't have a bad game. Um, but that, that right flank still, uh, I'm still not a hundred percent on, on Lucas out on the right flank, but I thought he, I thought he had a decent game today. Um, he was lively. He was making things happen. Uh, so yeah, I think for me, that probably would be the settled the settled team um if he's continuing with that sort of formation if he goes three three four one two then i would take myself i'll take lucas off and i'll put endon belly in that number 10 i know that might be an unpopular opinion but he's uh, to me endon belly would be our most natural number 10 in that in that squad so even if he is 
if people don't think he's playing particularly well, he's not performing or not putting the effort in, he's. I I think he would still be the most suitable player to put in that number ten if we went three four one two. But I don't think unless we play the big teams, I don't think that happen. I think he'll stick with this three four three. Um, yeah, Darius. What do you think Conte put would have made of that performance? And would you have made any different changes to the starting lineup with hindsight? And what would your substitutions possibly have been? Mm, I think he's forced into playing Sanchez, to be honest. I wouldn't play Tanganga. I actually don't rate Tanganga that much, if if at all, to be honest. I don't know where he's he's best in. So yeah, difficult. I think Emerson, yeah, I think I, I was gonna say Emerson didn't play very well, but Sean, you, you sort of Sway my opinion. I think it was because Sanchez was just so trash that he just made Emerson look worse than he was. So I'm actually kind of happy with the, the starting eleven. Ben Davis for me is best player on the pitch. I think he's actually. I'm confident enough to say that he he will probably solidify his place in that team until we do find a potential upgrade. But yeah, it's the subs for me. The subs are a bit weird. I saw um, Lucas come off for Winks, and I was just like, it's not really. Over, overwhelming it's not really exciting but then we were tuning up so i kind of understand it we needed to put a third in the in the middle to sort of muddy it up in there so i do i do get it but god i mean you could i'd rather you put Ndombele on the pitch i mean that that sort sort of tells me that Ndombele's done and, and he's not but what ready. is happening with him let's all talk about this Ndombele, this elephant in the room situation because for me i i, I personally think Close he's me, done mate. i think Close he's done me. at spurs Basis, i can't see the basis that he, if you did, on and he played, okay. Let, let, I'll, I'll say my given, that, given given that. the performance, given the, I'm, I'm going to go back. Given the performances that he's had, he's played okay. He's played very good in some games, but then he's been missing for a lot. And it's not just this manager. So we're going back to Pochi's day. Conte's so not, Conte's not going to worry about those previous. Oh, hold on, hold on. So I'm going to go back from that. So he's not been consistent in that sense. When you then play against the team, and it's not just him. Obviously, the whole team last week played shocking against Ennis Mora. If you then don't have an opportunity to come into a game where you're 2-0 up and you want someone to control it, because he's probably the best at controlling the game from our perspective, certainly Skippy's as well, in my opinion, but Winks isn't. You bring Winks on instead of him. I'm not sure what that was well, about. Winks was garbage when he came on as well. Winks was, Winks awful. was awful. just shit when oh, he came on as well. Absolutely awful, in my opinion. But if M. Dombele can't get a home game when we're 2-0 up against Brentford team that wasn't playing very well, I'm not sure when we're going to see him because you might see him next week against uh, Newcastle, sorry, Newcastle, Norwich. But then after that, we're going to play Liverpool and I'm not sure that he's going to be trusted if he hasn't played anything before that. So when are we going to get to see him next year? Can we wait till next year to see him? Why are we waiting till next year to see a player who's so talented, the most expensive signing that we've had, supposedly the best footballer in the club in terms of natural ability, and doesn't get an opportunity in a home game when you're winning 2-0, I can't see him play. That's my personal opinion. And you he brought say Winks after that performance that, that Winks put on, on Thursday as well. So, to me, he must have thought that Dublin had a worse performance as well. For me, I, I, I was on the boat that you were on, Mike. I was like, you know what? He's probably just seeing how he can fit him into that team. But I was saying to sort of to Sean on, on the lineup show today, I just think he's not the player profile that, that Conte wants. And unfortunately, you can recruit probably... 40 million maybe even 50 million from him and why not why not why not go and get a player that Conte wants and and sort of is going to fit that that position better and it's not saying that Dombele is a bad player it's not saying that Dombele is not good enough it's just there's 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 certain players that for me just don't really 
bust their gut and he's not going to do that. You put him in a team where everybody else around him is going to bust their gut and, he, and he's sort of the, the crown jewel of that team and he'll probably look like a world beater. So you take you send him back to France, you put him back in that Lyon team where you put him even, even in the PSG team, I think he'd look quite good behind those three. It's just not going to work out for him. He's he, he's he's going to have to find a club where he can't. He doesn't have to work hard. Unfortunately, as, as bad as that sounds, and I I just really really hope that we can at least sort of get the money back and get a player in. If we sell in Dumbley in January, and don't get a player in that that sort of is going to play that role and create the chances. Then it's an it's an absolute travesty. But I have faith that if we do sort of get rid of him, and if there are sort of plans to to sort of sort of get nuke that midfield because at the end of the day that's what that midfield needs it, it just needs completely restarting then he is going to be that sort of cash cow that's going to allow us to make these signings you can't really pull the money out of nowhere so yeah that's unfortunate it's just unfortunate cases for me it's i'm not, I'm not hating on the guy just so how, how many games has conte been in charge now he's been in charge for enough games to sort of play Four the guy because he's played wings this is enough fifth game, I think. so five fifth games game. There's no way Conte is going to write a player off after five games. I'm, I'd be, I think you'll be surprised. I think Conte. Cause, cause those two, the, the, right? On Wednesday, if Don Belly wasn't at fault for two goals, it was Sanchez. But Sanchez has played, played today, and he's, exactly. he's played okay. To be fair to him, and so if he's, he's not, getting has he really chart, though, Mike? Has Sanchez really played well though? Did Sanchez really? Well, he, play did, well? he did what he what he did today. He did all right. Like we haven't conceded. He won his aerial battles. I think we're being harsh on him insofar as his performance. Like, if he played poorly, then surely Brentford would have capitalised when they were attacking or putting balls in the box, etc. I don't rate Sanchez myself, but I thought he done. I thought he did what he had to do today, and we kept a clean sheet from it. So, uh, the fact that he played today when he was at fault for both those goals against Mora last week uh, during midweek. For me, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think he's going to get rid of him, Don Bello. I honestly don't. I I, honestly I, think, I think everybody who loves that Mora games on on big like big warning signs because I I I don't see the excuse, need to even be. with ten men that that you lose that game and Cecilian I, I do believe will get a blag because he he made a silly mistake but he got a red card but sort of none of those players until those four came on in in the second half did anything to turn that game around and. I think Conte. I think that sort of stuff sits with Conte. I don't think he can put his trust in those those players anymore. And so, just just on that point, then. So, just on that point, we can continue this conversation. We've got another eight games in the month of December. We're going to have to rotate anyway. There's no way all these players, regardless of what position, apart from a goalkeeper, probably are going to be consistently playing. But you might be able to get away with a little bit more in a back three. I think personally, Sanchez gets covered in that because he's in a back three. So he has the ability to make a mistake, as we've seen, and get away with it. That's my thoughts. I, I, I don't know if he's improved, because I thought he had, but watching his game today, there's still some fundamentals that are not there for me. Fundamentals. I don't think, I don't think you can get away with making any mistakes in the back line. I don't, I don't care if you're a right-back, left-back or centre-back. You cannot get away with making mistakes. Of course if you can, do, because that's... If you do, he, you're lucky. But he, you're but he made, he made mistakes, but we've got two other players to cover him in Dyer yeah. and Davies. That's what happens. That's why he has a back three. That's why we play a five at the back, because we can't play as a four. So he can make mistakes in that back three, because that's what he did. 
you can potentially make mistakes in the back three if you had two world-class players alongside you. You can't afford to make mistakes in the back three when you've got Dyer and Davis as your two other centre-backs. But they're, but they're much better than him and they've actually proven over the last five games, specifically Davis, that they actually are solid. Sanchez has still been shaky even when Conte's come in. They're in good form. They're in good, they're, there's a difference between form and, and quality. Do you, not, do you not think Dyer's been good all season? Davis, I, Davis, you I might be right on, but I think Dyer's been better than what he has. But if I was if I was Conte, I'd be looking at replacing both those centre backs with to play to play with Romero. I'd want two two top class centre backs to play with Romero. Then we won't be conceding the, the shitty little goals that we do every week, apart from today, mm. obviously. But mm. for me, I if you're gonna if I just don't see how a back three can make any mistakes unless you've got, as I say, two top class sort of. Um, uh, defenders in that back three, I think you've got uh, against better teams. We would and better strikers. Yeah. No, I, hear, from I hear you, Mike, but I think that's why we have Hoyberg and Skip. I think we is we that, are at the moment, really expensive, and I think that's the the trade off is you know we're relying on Lucas Moura, Son, and Kane to to kind of do miracles because everybody else is thinking about defense. Just quickly moving on to Endombele, just very brief. I think Villarreal will come in for him in Jan. It's not financial advice, but I see him going for Villa, Villarreal or an AC Milan. But definitely, he's not good enough to, to play for Spurs. He's not good enough to be in the Premier League. But I think moving forward with our squad, I think definitely having the back three provides that kind of additional cushion. But I think, as you could see today, you know, I think we, we need about four players in that squad, two two new centre-backs. We need somebody instead of Lucas Moura. Um, and we need somebody in that pivot with a skip or Hoiberg. And then I think we start to look a little bit more, a bit more decent um, uh, going forward and attacking. I, I, you know, I, I, I guess for me, you know, Conte hasn't been in charge that long. You know, he hasn't. So we've got to give him some time. But I don't know how much time we can give with those players. Um, it will be interesting to see how we get on against Norwich on the weekend. But more importantly, when we start to play the likes of Leicester, Southampton. And that's the levels. I'm not even talking Liverpool, Chelsea. Forget that, mate. I'm talking Southampton, Leicester. You know, those that sort those sorts of teams. Because I'm I'm scared to death of this, of this Tottenham Hotspur side. And I'm sorry to, to keep bringing us down and, and putting a damper on it. But I, I just feel like, you know, I, I watched that game. I've been listening to you guys and I just think this team needs work. Conte knows that. Conte said that. He's 100% said that. But what I think, you know, there has been improvements in in aspects of the game. There's been improvements in aspects of certain players, but there's some who haven't. And I don't know. The only, problem, the only thing I can see is until we get to that January transfer window, if we are going to buy players, that is, you know, there's always this talk that Conte said he hadn't planned on anything doing in January. I pray to God he's just making a, a, a lie there because otherwise we're in trouble. We can't play with those players, particularly if you look at the bench. The bench we had, Galini on the bench, Doherty, Tanganga, Winks, Sessignon, Brian, Deli, Bergwin, Endombele as our bench today. Of which we brought on Winks, we brought on Tanganga and that was, that was it. We didn't bring on it. Oh, Bergwijn as well. Um I'm not sure where Delhi's going to fit into that. I'm not sure where Doherty's going to fit into that. I'm not sure where Ndombele's going to fit into that. So we're really lacking in 
players to then come in to rotate this team. That's my issue. We've got a lot of games to play before January. And if we can't trust somebody else alongside Dyer and Davis, because like, as you mentioned before, Dyer and Davis last season were not our first choice at centre-backs, were they? Definitely not. They but should they should never be. And they and this is the point. So they've improved, but overall, we ain't at that level that them players could be said, "Oh yeah, I'm happy with this with that back three. I'm not happy with it." Because that's where I'm going with this with the, the fact that we can't afford the back that back three as it stands today. We cannot afford those three to make any mistakes because the other two ain't ain't, ain't covering for Toffee. If we've got three world class centre backs, or three, even if we had one world class centre back and two top-class centre-backs, like very good centre-backs alongside them, then that's different. But, I, again, I go back to that that fact of form and quality are two different are two different things in my eyes. And, I mean, as I say, the players, Dyer and Davis, are, are in form. But how long will that form last? Is it going to last till January? I, I hope it lasts till January, but... And if it doesn't, would you still play Sanchez alongside them as well? well who else have we got? I mean, Rodon... Exactly. I, would have, I would have played Rodon instead of Sanchez. That's just me, though. But Rodon, uh, I don't know. Another, another player with three managers that have come in don't seem to be getting a game. And and if he's not getting a game, and again, going back to the last week against... It's going to be interesting to see who we play on Thursday in terms of that team. Sean, what, yeah. in terms of green shoots, and then there was green shoots and stuff there. What, what did you see today that makes you think going forward that you know there's been... There's in, enough improvement in there to kind of suggest that we can kind of build on that because there is def definitely building blocks. But what what have you seen today that you'd say, yeah, that, I, I, I like that, and that's something that we can improve on? Well, I think I mean, it's my understanding of Conte, and I'm obviously not I'm not as much of a scholar of the game as say Darius is, but I think um, he he relies on these combinations. And what I did see, there were attempts at doing. The, you know the the stuff that he was achieving at Inter with balls around you know around the corner, particularly in the in the first half down the left hand side. But Sanchez and Emerson are not singing from the same hymn sheet, so it was clear that 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 wasn't happening. It was only happening on the one side. Um, Conti wants more pace, and you know as Deji said, that was that we were pedestrian throughout the game at one point. Having said that, probably the two most um, through, you know, cutting balls today were, were won by Skip to, to yeah. get, uh, I think it was um, Harry in, and one, believe it or not, by our, our, our favourite boo boy, Winks, which, which released Son, who then went on a magical mystery tour around the penalty box to fall. Without actually trying to have a shot on goal, but um, yeah, I, I didn't see. I saw that I saw the limitations of Hoybier for the first time tonight. He, a lot of passes went astray. Um, he's very right-footed, and if he's playing on the left-hand side, that's a bit of a problem. Um, but I did see, you know, as I say, I think there are patterns. They've obviously been working on, you know, the the, the you know one touch, get the ball forward, um, but you know that. You know, we've got a patchy squad at best. 
And who uh, thinks who thinks who thinks Conte would be happy with that performance today? Because I don't think he would be happy. I'd be interested to hear what he says in his post match because he's very honest in what he says his assessment. If he's happy with that, I'd be very surprised. I don't yeah. think he'll be. He won't be dissatisfied with it. I mean, we've won. We've won. The, we've won the game and kept. That's the positive. Sheep. That's the positive. That's the massive 100%. positive. I, because I get a feeling three, that Conte will publicly say he's okay. He'll publicly, he'll say manager. he's okay. But but it, 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 tomorrow in the video room, he'll be saying, "What the hell was this?" No, I, no. I think every and manager I think will always want the perfect no. performance. I but think if he can see improvements. And there is a lot of improvement from in tonight's game. It's not perfect. We didn't we didn't play the perfect game, but we played a game where there was improvement all over the pitch, and and that shows just by one the fact we had shots in both both halves. We had seven corners in the first half, which hasn't even happened this season in, in ninety minutes of games, let alone the first half. The fact that we've kept a clean sheet with three. In fact, the the back three essentially. Under yeah. Pochettino was just squad players. Yeah, they they weren't first team players. They were yeah. never getting in ahead of your Yans, your Tobies, etc. So okay. the fact we've kept a clean sheet and 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 they look comfortable. To be fair to them, um, I, I just think that Conte will be pleased that there's improvements and he can and he can build upon. I think he can build upon the improvements certainly up until. January when he has to, we're going to have to dip into the market and, and reinforce some of these uh, these these players that are missing or the type of players that we need in the squad. But I was just going to add to Mike because this will probably be my last comment. But those who are watching will probably be glad to hear. But um, I, I agree. I think Conte will be happy with the performance tonight. I, I think that squad is um, uh, he's probably thinking he's a sigh of relief, a big sigh of re relief. Um, but what you can say, and I agree with Mike, I think what is clear, and I think what I saw today, which I think has made me feel slightly a bit more positive about Conte than originally my original thoughts were, he's not just a manager, he's a coach. You know, I was saying before a couple of weeks back that we don't need another manager. We need someone who can make average players half decent. That's what Poch did. If you remember the Champions League final, we had Black Sissoko at the Wings. <laughs> but, that, you know, that's what that was the, the power of Poch, and that's why everybody wants him so badly. And I think Conte today proved that even with that average back three, we kept a clean sheet. And so I think that's something positive. I think it's working, and I think he is drilling them, and the coaching is, is getting through to them slowly but surely. So that's something positive that I would like to take away. But definitely, with a squad like that, I can see Conte pulling off a miracle. If we get top six with that squad, that's a, that's, that's a miracle. That's almost as big as getting a Champions League final. A top six finish with that squad is almost as good as Mourinho's Man United finishing second. And then I think I think a top four finish would be that. I think a top six finish. I think we should be aiming for that with Conte. I think Conte would be disappointed if he doesn't get top six, even with that squad. With potentially, that squad. with that. No, no. And the reason I say that is the reason I say that is you have to think how bad we've played this season in terms of some of these games. Our goal difference suggests that, and we are how many points off top four at the moment? One, because I don't know what the scores were in terms of. So we've played really badly in terms of games. Conte will improve the players that are there. We've seen that he's improved some players already. If he can improve other players, 
even before we go into the transfer market, we should be on a better foot. Because don't forget, let's not forget, some of these players here are decent, very decent players. You don't always have to have all 11 at the same time playing fantastically well because you can get away with it like how we did last season. There's, Harry Kane and Son. So we just need to make players, sure. Go on. There's four players in that team tonight who, if they were on the bench, you'd be like, yeah, we've got a pretty pretty solid bench. Um, <laughs> but they're in our first team at the moment. And that's where, as I say, the, the level's in quality. Uh, the fact that Marie, uh, Conte's generally getting a tune out of most of these players, that's that's something in itself. So he can only take... He's going to see... And there is negatives. Um like there is things that can obviously be improved. Every game and every performance, you can always be better than than, than what you've played. But um, I think as long as Conte, and I think it probably worked, it probably worked in our favour that Conte had an extra couple of days with the squad, and we didn't have that game against Burnley. I think that's probably every every sort of extra day or extra couple of days that he gets working with the team can only be a benefit to to our well to the squad and and obviously to us as fans and i think that probably i think if we played burnley and then played the game today it might have been slightly it might have been a slightly different story maybe but you never know but um, and we do have to take that into consideration as well so we didn't play thursday sunday thursday we played thursday thursday the difference in that is huge because you would have got potentially a game against burnley where we might not have won i'm not saying we wouldn't we could have come off with a victory but had we not that would have added on to the, you know, the enthusiasm, maybe the confidence of the players. So we did get a little bit of a lucky break with that. And I'm not going to, again, I want to look at positives, but I looked at enough things today to suggest to me better teams. No, no, no. Better teams would have taken us to the cleaners in that midfield, particularly in the midfield. I saw too many mistakes in Sanchez to think that, okay, we're going to get away with it all the time because we are compensated by having three at the back. Had he been in a two with Dyer? Oh my God, we are in our world of pain. That's why Javier does what he does. That's why he does approach, what he does. Conte's approach to a game against a bigger team won't be the same approach as he's taken to Brentford. We won't set up today like we, the way we set up today. We wouldn't set up like that against or played like that against Liverpool or your Man City. I think we'd have yeah. a different approach to the game. We set up to counter attack at home. <laughs> we did in the second, certainly in the second half. But then, when you're not chasing the game, what does it matter? You're you're two 0 up. You don't need to let let Brentford have the ball in front of you. If they can't if they can't get in behind you, they're not going to hurt you, are they? And again, it goes right. back to the fact that Brentford only had two shots on goal, uh, two shots on target. Sorry, that's that says it all, doesn't it? Really about Brentford. So, but... so Tom Lowry says doom and gloom on here tonight. Just enjoy the win. Other results have gone in our favour. <laughs> Norwich at the weekend, January next month. Come on, you Spurs. This is Spurs fans we're talking to. This is what I'm saying. This is why we do what we do because we're always doom and gloom merchants. But oh, whoa, 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 no, hold on. I apologise, mate. You're not a doom and gloom tonight. merchant I'm tonight. You're not. <laughs> no, you're right, and we do. But the thing is, I think you know what it is for me is because we. There's certain things that we, we kind of get this little bit of, oh, we've, we look like we've improved and then we could get our legs taken away from us. The last week is so, so heavily ingrained in my memory banks that I can't get rid of it yet until I see a performance against a better team than Brentford. I want to see us do something like this against, as Deji's mentioned, uh, a Leicester at home. Maybe, you know, uh, potentially a Wolves at home. 
You know, Wolves are playing really well. I think they would have taken us apart today, you know, at times today. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Would you say tonight's performance was better than we played against Mora and Leeds? It's got to be better than Mora. Mora was shocking. Absolutely. And Leeds, we only played well in the second half because the first half we were atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. So you can't go by them performances because they were shit. What I'm trying to say is, but if they were shit, all we've gone is from from really shit to being just better than shit. That's all I'm saying. We're not good. We were shit in them games. So if we improve from those games... Right. Right. Being better, better against Mora, uh, against the poor performance against Mora and Leeds, to say we're better, that's fine. To I say that performance, to take in against those teams I've already mentioned, we would not have won this game today. I don't think we Leeds. Compare, compare our performance against Everton with Liverpool's last night. 100%. And there you get... A, you know, we, we're mar- we've made very marginal improvements today. We had spells of dominance in both halves. We've had shots on target. We even had a shot in the first on target in the first ten minutes. Two hundred and seventy-five yeah, so, you know, corners and no goals from it as well. That's yeah, what we did. So, so, but we're, but you know, there, there's so much. There's so much to be done, to be built on. And Deji's right. You know, there are players that are not going to get bring us there. But that's not. It's not going to happen overnight. You've got to take one step at a time, haven't you? So. The fact, how many games has, has uh, Conte been in charge of in the Premier League? Is, is it four? Is it four is in the Premier League? Four. Fourth Prem. Fourth Prem. No, it's third. In Conte's defence, he's also had two weeks where players were not available to him. Two wins and a draw. So he's had two wins and a draw? No. No. Yeah, two wins and a draw, yeah. Everton yeah. away. What was Leeds that? Leeds at home. Leeds at Brentford. And today. Who, Everton the other two, the only loss yeah, was Moore. Yeah, he, yeah. he drew with. Um, he beat he beat Vitesse three two. Beat Everton and no, we drew Everton 0-0. Drew Everton, sorry, drew Everton, and then <laughs> bloody hell, I'm even forgetting so, now. We've we got... beat Vitesse, which we should beat Vitesse. Yeah. We lost to Mora <laughs> again. We drew with Everton. We beat a Leeds team in the second half. And we won today, which we expected to. So, so I'm teams, saying, all I'm, I'm saying is, I'm until we play, until we play someone of real quality, I can't measure this team by what we've done so far. I got to see us play Leicester. I got to see us play Wolves. I got to see us play Arsenal. I got to see us play United again. All them teams is what I want to measure us from if we're going to be attacking this top four, top six status. Yeah, but That's all. If this, these five, these games that. Conte's been in charge of Spurs have improved. Okay, take uh, you can say, well, we didn't improve against Mora, but he played a lot of the second string there. If he played our normal 11 that he played tonight and he's played against Leeds and Everton, etc., we would have beat we would have beat Mora. But you take the games that he's had against uh, that Conte's had so far, and you take the games that Nuno's had and how we've been performing under Nuno because it's pretty much the same 11 that we had. That Conte's got that Nuno's had, and you can see the difference in the team already. There is improvements. It's okay. Results like the Everton game may have not been the result that we wanted, but the fact that we didn't concede, where we would have lost that if we'd been playing under Nuno, I, I think you could ju- you just got to look at it game by game mm. and and take the positives out of it because in every performance there has been positives. 
I, 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 just, I just don't see how we can take does, the negatives out of today when we've won, that, we've won a okay. game. Does that, does that, does this game or that performance beat a West Ham at our ground? No. I mean, no. like you said, it, it's an improvement, but it's not. No that's who we're, and that's who we're chasing. So if we don't think that that performance beats West Ham, that's who we're chasing down to get into this top four, top six area. When do we play West Ham? When that, that I don't know. Well, on the what day? This week. Uh, soon, but I don't know when we have them in the league. That, I just think it's one of those. Um, twelfth, I believe, might be the twelfth or twenty second. I can't remember. Twenty second. Twenty second. After will Liverpool, Spurs will be better. We'll improve. We'll have improved and continue yeah, to no, improve. Right. I, it's not that we're being a damper, but I think what we got to do is we're just being. We're not. We're not. We're not trying to get too ahead. No, no we're you can't the, get ahead. I agree for the three points, but that performance was was average. You know, was, Brent didn't turn up. It was it was dry. And I know Conte is doing his best. He's he's got to work with what he's got. And with what he's got, he's pulled off a miracle. Every three points we get with that squad, <laughs> a bloody miracle in my book. Genie <laughs> in the bottle, that's what that is. Mm, give it a rock. Every three points. So for me, yeah, look, we'll take that. Um, we'll keep taking it. I think, again, uh, against Norwich, uh, look, I, I'm not, I'm sitting here hoping that we can do a similar type of performance against Norwich, and Norwich are garbage. But you know, <laughs> you know, anything can happen. So for me, I take the points. We keep moving, but let's not get carried away. I don't think the tide has changed. I don't think um, you know Conte has got it. I don't think this squad can do anything just yet. But I, I take what Sam was saying. Let's limp over the Christmas period. Let's try not to lose any games. Let's try and get as much points on the board, and then bring in some reinforcements. Then. I will be a little bit more comfortable. But I'm looking at the top four and I'm seeing comments with just two points off the top four. Yeah, I, it just so happens that we've bloody got Leeds, Brentford, Burnley, do you know what I mean? Norwich on, on, the, on the bounce. When we start playing the real, the real teams, it, 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 will, it will get serious. But I look at West Ham, I look at Arsenal, I look at Wolves, I look at Leicester and I say, and I compare it with our squad, Apart from Son and Kane, all those teams that they're, 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 they're starting eleven stronger than our starting eleven, and that for me is some scary shit. Mm. So let's go for the final thoughts. So guys, go, go scroll around, get your final thoughts on today. What you're looking forward to from Spurs in the next coming fixtures? Well, obviously we've got Norwich uh, on Sunday, and then the game next week Thursday against Wren. So start with you, uh, Sean. What's your thoughts? Final thoughts on today and. Looking forward to those games. Very marginal improvements today. I'm glad that we got the three points. Glad we got a clean sheet. But um, and we should be in a, it should be strong enough. That team should be strong enough to beat Norwich on Sunday. I'm not sure how we're going to do against Wren. To be honest, Oof, that's it depends be whether Wren. It, it, it just depends whether Wren um, rest on their laurels that they're already qualified in the top spot. Um, but I got a feeling that they'll want to come and impress, and you know I'm a wee bit concerned that you know without if, even if we drawn last Thursday, mm. we 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 could be going for a shoot off to win the win the group. 
Instead, we're now in a shoot-off to stay in this stupid competition. I, I, and this is what I'm saying. These are the these are the things for me because it's players' attitude. When we have to bring in the likes of a Doty, which we might have to do if Emerson gets injured, if we have to bring in the likes of you know what I mean, a Delhi, because some for God forbid something happens where we we have to play him. It's the attitude of these players is what I want to see. Forget about their abilities. We've seen if you put if you apply yourself, you can improve. Ben Davis, Dyer have done exactly that. Reggion to a degree wasn't playing that well, you know, up until the back end of last season. Again, has improved because of the way the formation is around him to get the best out of him. That's what Conte's brought. He's brought a system that's got the best out of some players. For other players, though, I'm not so sure. This is what I'm saying with the system we've got. Sorry to kind of say, but the system that we've got isn't going to improve the likes of Delhi. He ain't going to find a place in that. So when he does come into the game, what's he going to do? Fuck all. Winks as well. When he comes onto the pitch, what's he going to do? Not very much. Someone said he done a, a, a good threaded ball. So fucking what? He gave the ball away about three or four times in that game. And he was only on for, what, 20 minutes? So I'm not having none of that about Winky, Winksy, whatever he wants to call him. He needs to do one as well. So we have got... Confirmation bias. I've got a confirmation bias on him because he's rubbish. And I don't need to get no confirmation to tell me that he's rubbish. I've seen enough about him to know he's rubbish. He's an awful footballer and he shouldn't be playing in that midfield. And if he's getting ahead of Tango Endombele, who must be thinking to this guy is getting ahead of me. What the hell are you going to do if he was a footballer and you saw that? Fuck this, I'm not a player for you. That's what I'd be like. That's my attitude. So, Deji, what would you now think towards the next game on Sunday and the games coming up in the next week. Just quickly, I just wanted to say that if Winks gets ahead of me, I'd be pissed. So just pissed. Yeah, pissed. pissed. But look, my heart is saying that this weekend Tottenham to beat Norwich 7-0. But the, lo <laughs> the logic in my head is saying that we take a 2-1. I just see that Pookie just getting past Sanchez and just sticking one in the back of the net. So my heart is saying 7-0. My head is saying 2-1 Spurs. Either way, I hope I don't have to eat my words, but I think we'll bring on the three points and we'll be, we'll get over the line this weekend for sure. For sure. And next week, what's your thoughts on next week against oh, Ren? Yeah, I, I don't see us beating Ren. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I think even with a full squad, um, I, I can see us drawing that game and, and I'll take a draw. To be honest, I don't like our strongest team having to play this Mickey Mouse Cup. This this competition pisses me off so much that I haven't watched one game and and for me I, I just don't want to be seeing our, our first team but that Moura game was such a disgrace that you know Kane and all them guys I don't want to risk the injury but to be honest with you the sooner we get out of that competition the better I mean a competition I, I was having this quickly I, imagine playing in a competition that if you win into the Europa League. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? That's what Yeah, but you play in the Premier League and if you finish in the top six, you, you get into the Europa League. <laughs> oh, Deji, man. Don't... This is not financial advice, by the way. Well, <laughs> that's murdered me. Um, Darius, your, your, your final thoughts on today and the game for next week? Um... I kind of back what Deji's saying. I kind of don't want to be in the poo-poo cup either, to be honest. I kind of want to get out as quickly as possible as well. But a trophy's a trophy. And, I mean, at this rate, and like Deji said, with this squad, I don't even know if top six is, is even sort of confirmed for us. So, 
I won't be mad if we get through, but again, if we don't get through, then I will be so happy because sort of Conte working with a team that only plays once a week and, and cup games, I think he could actually potentially with signings in January get top four. And I do mean that as well. So uh, for me, it's 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 a case of trophy, UECL or sort of one game a week and, and focus completely on that Premier League. And we are only four points away with let a game me, in hand. From let the me top tell you if Conte um, gets us top four with that squad, he deserves a statue. No, no he re- deserves reinforcements two statues. In January. Reinforcements in it, January. Yeah, like it, yeah, I mean, but, he would never get us in with, without signings in January. That's that's definitely with that with that in mind. But I I would I would put it down to Conte. Like like I said, he's unbeaten in the Premier League. If he was to get signings and we got knocked out that couple, we played a game a week. I, I don't genuinely think he could probably get us top four. We're four points off with a game in hand. So if we beat Burnley, uh, two. That game, two points off with a game in hand. Sorry, yeah. take that back. So we go into so the top four. Burnley, we beat Burnley. Yeah. So I mean, again, if we, uh, and that's why Arsenal are where they are because they've got one game a week. Basically, we we can't rotate. Uh, we've seen that we can't rotate our squad very well without the players' attitudes being stinky, and so we have to rely on uh, a best eleven. And I think that's not far off our best eleven today. You could maybe isolate one or two players, but. To be fair, there's not that much difference, I don't think, with Sanchez and Rodon. Although Rodon's not getting an opportunity. Is there much difference between Sanchez and Tanganga? You could probably argue the case on that. The players that we know that are reliable are doing what they're going to do. If we have any injuries to them, then we're going to see what this squad and what Conte's made of. So Conte is the one that's going to... And you saw him today, he was driving everybody, micromanaging. That's, mm. the, that's, the, that's the detail of micromanagement, or the definition of micromanagement, should I say, what he was doing with them players today. And he has to do it. He knows he has to do it. Mike, final He's, thoughts on the on the game today. And um, yeah, next Thursday. Um, I thought there was improvements today. Um, I I thought we recovered the ball well. I thought we, we looked well organised. The back line, albeit... It's not a backline that that overly fills me with confidence as such, but I thought they they've done what they need to do, kept a clean sheet, three points, um, two points. We're now two points off top four of a game in hand. You take that all day long, this squad. Let's not uh, let's not pretend we wouldn't. Um, end, end the season if we got end that season. I, like if we weren't in the top four after getting the game in hand, end that season. That's what we should end the season and take it. That's what after fourteen games or whatever it was. 100%. That's what. Um, uh, yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, I, I was quite quite pleased with the performance tonight, and I think every Tottenham fan should be happier with the performance. Um, going into to, to was it Sunday's game? Yeah, Sunday Norwich. So we've got Norwich on Sunday. We should beat Norwich. Uh, that'll keep pressure on on the, uh, the top four, top five, top six, whatever you want to call it. Um, and yeah, I, I just all I want to see is just week by week improvements within the performances, improvements, improvements with the results, and um, just get it through to January when we've got the window open. And let's see what happens in the in the January transfer window. I think that would be the telling the telling tale as to who Conte wants to keep and who potentially doesn't. Um, yeah. And yeah. Onwards, it has to be onwards and upwards. We got, we got to win. Onwards and we we, 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 we can only, you can only be as good as your last result. We beat Leeds two one. Leeds, uh, the, the, that was a more, a far more 
uh, nerve-wracking performance than than tonight. So you're only as good as your last result. So going into to the Norwich game, you're only as good as this result. So let's just build upon it and, and see what happens. Rens, sure. I'm worried about the Rens game. <laughs> but I, the fear, I can yeah, see cool. us winning, but I can't see us... I can't see us winning by more than a couple of get like if we do win, it won't be more than a couple of goals. Because Ren unless Ren who are already qualified and they I mean they can they can probably afford to rest quite a number of players. They could always they could, in a sense they could play a second string team if they want and not be not be worried and rest their, their players for their next league match, which to be fair, if you was their manager, that's probably what you would do. But see what happens. I think, they're still second in, I think they're still second in league one as well. So they actually, I thought they, I did just well. check. Yeah, they are. They are, st- they are second at the moment. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting. We've, we've, I think, I think we've all agreed here that, that we do need reinforcements in January. My concern was I didn't like the talk I was hearing from Conte to suggest that he wasn't even thinking about January at the time. I hope he starts thinking about it as of today, because he knows he's going to need some players. We all know we need players. Let's not get it twisted. We've got a squad We've got a decent 11 of 12, maybe 13 players that I think we can rely on, but we can't rely on them to play every single game of what we've got in terms of our programme for December, particularly over that Christmas Conte? period. I trust Conte. So if he said, if he turned around and said, I don't want any players in January, we'll wait till the summer, would you trust him? I don't trust him that much. I don't trust him that much. <laughs> I trust Conte, but I don't trust him that much. If he turns around and tells me that he doesn't need players, that's the same thing Jose said when he said, this is as good a squad as I think we're going to have. And we saw what happened with that. Jose was lying out of his teeth. So if Conte tells me that he doesn't need reinforcements, I think he's lying out of his teeth as well. That's my point, my opinion. I think all managers have a public and a private face, though, Sam. Definitely, I agree with that. Yeah, you know, he's playing down down January because he sees it's, it's eight games away. But you know, what so I'm he's saying having is, to say, and you don't want to destroy the players by saying, "I'm going to," uh, you know, so bring when, players in in January. You know, that'd be so when, when, if he did that. When he came out last week and said, "I, I, I didn't realize," but the standard is not so high. That's already telling mm. the players here they're not good enough. So if he's already saying things like that publicly, what's going to? Why would he then he... backtrack on saying, "I don't need players"? He's a sort of manager as we've kind of lauded him for being honest and open and saying what he thinks, I want him to say what he thinks. If he says some of these players are not good enough, Daniel Levy, I need players in January, that puts pressure on the board. Publicly, if he comes out and says, I don't think we need anything because I'm not thinking about January, that's not what I want to hear. I don't want to hear that. Is Conte saying... He hasn't said that, though. Yeah, he hasn't said that. But He he hasn't said that. he He just said, I'm not thinking about January... But you can bet your bottom dollar him and Fabio are talking every day about where they could improve the squad. But don't, what's don't, don't think comments that... on the second string team? Like, because obviously that ultimately the team that he started with on on Thursday was the was the players that let us down. The players that came on, I you can't you can't. I find it hard or difficult to to sort of um, put blame on them when they're coming on already a man down, trying to get us back into the game, which they did. And then Donkey Bollocks bloody concedes for uh, is a fault for the second go. Um, but I I just I just wonder if Conte thinks that the second string team, in terms of the depth that we've got, isn't of high quality. 
I'd be interested to see what he thinks of our first 11. But, uh, yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? Please, if you're watching, hit that like button for us. We've had over 90 people watching at one point. So if you could all hit that like button, all those that are still watching, please share this content around all. Thank you all for your comments that you've put in here. We'll just read out the last couple here. Uh, we've got, sorry, I've got no comments really to read out here. But, yeah, we've got, we, I, I, I think we've got to, We've got to see how we go when again going to go to that Liverpool game. That's going to be very interesting. We've got a few games mm. to play before then. Anyway, I expect us to win against Norwich on Sunday. I would also expect us to go. Is it away to Ren or is it home? It's a home game to Ren, isn't home. it? I expect yeah. us to beat Ren as well. I don't know if we're going to go through. That's the other thing because of the goal difference, because of the head to heads. I'm not sure we're going to go through because we might not get enough. I don't know. I don't know how it works at the moment, but I, I'm confident we can win those two games. But have we got enough to be able to say, right, we'll go off with that and then we're going to go on to the Liverpool game and then we're going to go into the three games over Christmas with these players? That's where I'm a bit, a little bit concerned. But time will tell us. We, we always have to use that phrase. Time will tell. I hope Conte continues to improve individuals as he's done and get them to buy into this system. We need Harry Kane to start Hopefully scoring. Hopefully we don't pick up any injuries because if we carry on picking up injuries, then... Yeah. Well, yeah, my my major concern one. is just how how serious the injury is to Romero. They were talking about February, March. I, I, I I'm not sure. Oh God, if he's out till February, grade March, three tear. That's a horrible tear. That's a horrible. That, that, tear. That's you 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 very rarely come back and be the same player after a grade three tear. Not 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 usually. Deli Ali's a testament no. to that. Um, I think Michael Owen had that. In, was it Michael Owen that injury as well? Mm -hmm. Grade three tear. Yeah. It was horrible. It's never the same. Your pace is. Yeah, but you could say that about you could say that about like if you have an ACL injury. But look at look at Van Dyke, how he's come back, and would you say he's he certainly doesn't look a worse player, does he? If anything, I think he's probably he's been fortunate that he's in a Liverpool team, and obviously they're always on the front foot. But he looks he looks good, and he's had an ACL, and that's a there's there's been a lot of players in previous like walks of life. Well, I think I think ACL surgeries come on lots though, Mike. ACL and, and, and Achilles tendon because I've had Achilles tendon rupture, yeah. and they're a lot better. You can play after that. You can play pretty well after yeah. Achilles. And so that's what I'm So he may be all right with with the grade three that he's suffered. It, 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 say technology, everything's come on, hasn't it? So and yeah, it's, always it's always improving. It's always improving, isn't it? So I know, like you say, time will. Himself, Craig saying, yeah, Michael Owen couldn't accelerate properly off his hamstring tears. It, it, it hampered his game. He relied on pace. So I'm not sure if Romero relies on pace as much, but he's certainly going to need pace if he's going to be playing on the right side of a, a defence, which he hasn't. Played. If mm -hmm. he was playing in the central area, it'd be a bit different. He could be like that, you know, that person that just sprays the board and kind of just dictates it. But if you're playing right or left side, as we've proven, and that's the point, because Ben Davis hasn't got pace, but he's able to get up and down just because of I don't know, the ability to be covered. I just, I fear for this injury and I don't know what's going to happen if we are going to go into the market for another player in January as a centre-back. Probably we're going to have to. As long as they take the time of him and, and don't rush him back, then he'd, you just have to hope that he stands as good a chance as coming back fully fit and the same player that he was before he got injured. But it goes back mm. to this point of the about these women internationals and the players that are just being overloaded with games. These injuries are going to have, well, you've got a, a far more um, 
the, the percentage is far higher of picking up these sort of injuries with the volume of games. I'm surprised Hoiberg hasn't. I mean, touch wood, that doesn't happen to him. But I'm surprised he hasn't picked up injuries. And he's played like 50-odd games in the last year or so. I, but... Ah, oh, let's end with a more positive note. We won 2 0 today. That's that's positive as we're gonna get. You know what I mean? So, what's his last one? Romero back on a 27th of Jan 2022. How does he know that date specifically? <laughs> Let us into that secret. How you know that's specifically because <laughs> uh, 100% agree about Kina hate internationals. Uh, last comment here that's when Argentina play again. <laughs> Oh, he's, he's having a laugh. <laughs> okay. I'll well done, Sam. I like that one. Well done, Sam, indeed. Okay, guys, I think that's enough. We've done over an hour on this show. We won the game today, so we shouldn't have had to do this. But I think we just want the team to improve. That's ultimately what we want. So those viewers watching, yep. it's not all about being negative, negative. We are, we've seen a lot of Spurs fans. We just want the team to improve. And I think when you don't see as much improvement as you would like, you know, maybe we, we do go over the top with sometimes with some of the things, but there are definitely things that need to be done to make us into a top four team, although we're only a couple of points away and a game in hand. So that's good. Uh, Mike, Darius, Deji and Sean, thank you guys for a fantastic show. It has been a pleasure as usual. Look forward to our previews and reaction shows. Look out for Arsid as well tomorrow, 7.30. Judge Jody should do a double on Monday with the games for both this one and the one against Norwich. So look out for that on Monday as well. And please, again, hit that like button. Make sure you share Paxson Road TV. Get us all over the place. Uh, and if Chase is watching in China, keep sharing us in China as well, Chase. Um, that'd be great. Um, that was just a personal thing, Chase. Anyway, that's it now. We are done, guys. See you. Thank you.